We turned out in record numbers in November 2020, and we showed our power in Georgia. Now we have the chance to show up to the polls and make a difference again here in Virginia. There's so much on the line for our communities in the upcoming elections, for governor and other offices. Our votes have real power, so let's use that power to elect leaders who will look out for what matters to us. Rally your friends, everyone you know, to vote early until October 30th, or vote on Election Day, November 2nd. Pay for by the NAACP. Yo, yo, I go by the name name of Pharrell from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your pusher. The world world is about to feel feel something something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the fatty gov, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, Benz convoys with the wagon on the side, only big boys, what up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Rado, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 304. Five South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the what's today Thursday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, stuck in construction traffic. I think off Bandera. Uh, didn't even know that. I just saw his text. He texted like some five minutes ago. Like, wow, you're gonna be late. Okay, so I don't know. He should be walking the door here shortly. Sam, with this as always, spinning the one and twos. Your number is seven three six nine seven sixty. Um, we are broadcasting for the Rounders Card Club uh, Studios. Uh, just to, before we move on, a quick uh, announcement on Rounders because I know uh, I've got some questions about it or when they're reopening or what's going on. Um, again, they're trying to um, be in compliance with the city, but still with the COVID-19, you know, uh, they're a particular type of uh, uh, business and industry. Um, so they were going to be looking to open up, uh, this week, matter of fact, but, uh, plans got changed on that. They had to hold that down. So over the next few weeks or so, um, I'll keep y'all posted on that. Who's been asking me in regards to, um, when they're going to be back open. So that's the deal there on, uh, rounders. Um, also, um, our deal, uh, with our show, um, to take this time to give everybody a heads up before Rudy gets here, we get into everything, is that uh, most likely um, in the next few weeks, probably by the uh, in middle toward the end of this month, we should be back uh, on our normal five-day-a-week uh, schedule uh, due to the fact, you know, we're getting word, which we're going to talk about today, that basketball uh, should be back uh, by the end of this month, uh, you know, and hopefully right after that to follow uh, baseball, which that's a whole other story. So as the sports world gets back, uh, we'll be back and start getting back in the fold of things of going, uh, five days a week. So that, uh, lastly, uh, thing, um, still no, um, of course, with everything going on and hectic and stuff, and I've had some stuff to take care of. I haven't really had a chance to, uh, communicate with Salami to check on him to see where his mind stays at on what his, you know, idea of, uh, return to the show. I know I've been asked about that as well, too. Don't really have an update on that, but we'll be uh, shortly uh, most likely to see kind of where he's at, his head's at uh, mentally. But anyway, 736-9760. What's up, man? You ready? 
Yes, sir. I'm in the building. Ready, Sam? Yes, sir. Speaking of you being late on construct because of construction, there are like over there in the. This is my thing, which I've had to ask, and somebody clarified it. Um, You know, over there, Leon Spring Valley area, over there off I ten, past the Minion. I'm looking like okay, like you to me, you can't tell me that these workers that work in the the industry is not uh, considered (laughs) essential. As a city, I mean, everybody's been on lockdown for about two months. No traffic, no nobody having really anything to go get out and uh, get an opportunity to move around unless you have to. And as soon as the city decides to start softly reopening and restaurants at 50%, 25% bars got 25 and people start moving around. I can't hear anything. Then uh, you can't hear anything. Might have to come get his mic. So then to go ahead and sit there and... Say, we're starting to move back. Okay, let's go and pick up that construction project. Like, okay, I guess so. I mean, there's so many other important things going on there we in the go. world right now. Don't want, you got it? Yeah. Don't want to harp on that, but I'm just thinking like, man, y'all had two months while everybody's been quarantined to do construction, and then right when everybody's starting to move around, then it's like, okay, let's pick up. Oh, yeah, because construction, construction people, their lives, their lives don't matter, Calvin. Well, they're Jesus. essential. Because I've been confirmed they're essential. I'm just thinking this is the perfect opportunity. But it's just like it wasn't like, oh, we'll wait. No, it was just as soon as people start getting, hey, let's start it now. <laughs> so that's the thing. But we won't harp on it. we got a lot of other important things. Yeah, we do. Too. But, um, okay, so to what the up? docket. What's on and the I was docket? taking personal over-unders last night to myself in regards to what you were going to be sending, what your stance <laughs> was going to be on, on refs of these. And I was like, yeah, this is one of those days that's too bad salami's a germaphobe because this is one of these days that I wish you'd kind of be here in case we need to I'm going to tell you to, right now, we gonna, <laughs> I, 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 of course, Drew's on the docket, but... I'm gonna tell you right now. If you if you plan on Sam, you gonna have to come in here and run the show. If Calvin plans on defending Vic Fangio, oh no, yeah, oh, there's okay. nothing to defend okay, so with. There's cool nothing then. to defend okay. with that. I trust me. I got three or four messages right different <laughs> Like, hey, Calvin, you know, you keep it real with everything else. How you feel like this? Welcome, my girls. Like, oh, just standing me. I'm like, what are you looking at? Oh, speak on that. You want to? I'm like, look, and I said, I didn't know what he said. That I had to wait, go oh, back. I didn't know what he said. No, at Stop first it. I didn't, and I had to go back and look and say, well. And when I saw it, I said, no, he's totally wrong. You know, for Vic, I said, because first of all, if that's the case, keep in mind, we're talking about a 61-year-old Italian. I think Vic's Italian. I don't know what he well, is. I think he's Italian. Not white everybody man. named Vic right. is Italian. Calvin. I think he's that's Italian. Not you know, you've seen him in the kitchen figuring his Italian food and all oh, that. Look, man, I'm not stereotype people. Okay, fine. Let's, let's just saw what he looks like. Is. Let's say 61-year-old white To sit there, he's been in the NFL for 30 years, but to sit there and say racism doesn't exist in the NFL, I'm thinking like, well, what was the, what was the deal for the Rooney rule? I mean, then why did they adopt the Rooney rule? So no, I don't care if he's my coach. Root forward, no, that wasn't wrong. I think the whole locker room, like this and that, I know what he was trying to say, but in the time that we're in right now, you have to be careful in regards to what you say, and I think he was totally wrong. I mean, and and when he said, oh, we better, you you text like, we better have an apology before we go on there. I'm like, yo, man, he, we, probably, he released it? it last night. Oh, okay. He released it early this oh, morning. I and I said, no, I don't, I'm not going to defend that. But well, that, but I'll tell you that, uh, they're going <laughs> to come to see, and I think the brothers, they're going to rally around it. They gonna rally around him. before but we get to the, the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Did you did y'all see the uh, the bear the bear county GOP member that Abbott's asking for her to resign? I this, missed that one. And this, if 
again, I know a lot of people are down on voting, but this is all the more reason why you should be voting. The Bear County GOP went on her Facebook. She didn't get caught on a, on a recording with her homies. She went on Facebook and asked her friends if George Floyd's murder was staged. There's a lot of that out staged there right now. so they could get Trump out of office. There's, but they, but and, have- and props to Abbott and a few of the other higher members mm-hmm. of the Republican Party, they're asking her to resign. I, uh, what's up, What's up, Sam? That's, it's the same lady who two weeks ago was saying COVID was staged by the Democrats to get Trump out of office. So and you, can say, just, you can say that, but when you start talking about somebody being that, murdered. I don't get that. I, I don't know what we got there. And again, I'm like, that damn, comes from, this is in my city? She's bare oh, it's a, but no, just, Now, you want to be outraged. Y'all want to yeah. be outraged about downtown and why yeah. y'all doing this? Be outraged about yeah. your GOP leaders talking about a man being murdered crazy. on camera stage. That's, That's something to be outraged about. That's, you said it for much, like I said, and I'm going to talk to them today, too, because you got those, like you said, those right-wing uh, militant group obsession Trump supporters that basically feed into that and uh, his actions, which have uh, been non-effective and non-existence, I should say, through this whole thing of speaking, it's fed into it, which I want to get more to that, but I didn't see that. I didn't see that he, he, he said that. But wow. no, no, yeah, Abba's like, I'm not going to stand for this. No, you, you can't. Um, <laughs> but before, yeah, we got a lot to get to today. Um, we've got a ruling in the NBA um, in regards to coming back, only one team voted not to continue the season. Golden State Warriors. Who do you think it was? Golden State? No. Minnesota? No. Who? Portland. Really? According to Bleacher Report, go check it. Might be fake news. There's a lot of fake crap out there on Facebook going back and forth now. But I think Portland was the only team that voted. But check on that. It might be uh, might be wrong. Am I right on that, Sam? Or no, Sam's checking it. I thought I heard that that they were the only team that voted no to resume. But that's a good point, Rudy. I would have thought Golden State also. I well, so I know Golden State, State said their season was over. They're pretty much which it it is now officially. Atlanta's as well. Shout out to Vince Carter. Vince Carter had a great career, yeah, so he's right. he's played. Play yeah, that. he's played his last game. So shout out to Vince. He meant a lot to the league. He set the league on fire when he came through. So props to Vince uh, Carter. Great career. And in the basketball Hall of Fame, he's probably a Hall of Famer because everybody is. Um, also, uh, what else we got? Speaking of that, speaking of the playoffs, the NBA. So that means that the Spurs get guess all the lobbying behind closed doors. They get a chance. Off. You're gonna say Larusa's gonna fight? They get a chance. And man, Spurs all the lobbying. Yeah, Spurs took some heat from some people on ESPN for their video they released and how long it took. But my thing is like, then y'all just say y'all just ain't been paying attention to this organization. This organization ain't just going to fall in line with some blanket copy and paste statement from their PR department. They put together a well thought out video up for it. To, and they had actual, well, they why had, was being criticizing them for? I forget what show it was. They just said, Oh, it took this long. And you said you wanted to wait. And well, cause, I mean, this is, this is, you again, some of the statements I, I I appreciate all the teams, but some of them really felt like copy and paste, like just say this and throw it out there. The Spurs the was Knicks thought was out. Bad. The yeah, Knicks the Spurs was, was thought out. They actually had black people speaking on how they felt and what racism meant to them. Like I, I again, normally like, hey, sometimes I'll be like, yo, we being a little, yo, you know, we being oversensitive people coming at us, but no, I won't tolerate anybody coming at this organization 
over social no, justice because totally the face of our franchise was Greg Popovich. Has been he been on the front line since 2016. It didn't take George Floyd for Greg Popovich to speak out. They've been speaking out, so no, I'm not, I won't tolerate that. I forget which show it was, but I ain't tolerating that from them. But they're in. But yeah, they, well, they're not in. Well, they get to what they got to play. What? Eight, everyone plays eight regular season games, and then there's a possible playing game for the eighth and ninth. Am I, did I say that correct, Sam? I want to. Okay, what did I said you mean that. by the knock? You said you didn't. Un, you didn't know the playoff streak meant this much. I mean. It's 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 a borderline parade that, that that there's a possibility that the streak is still alive. I didn't think it meant. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a hell of a streak. It's a streak that will never be broken. But man, a lot of people are like really really excited that we get a chance to extend our streak. I didn't think it meant that much. I mean, I know it meant a lot, but it meant a lot. A whole That's a lot. double-edged sword too, because you know how I feel in regards to the no man's land and not going straight to the lottery, but they get. Eight regular season games, and then the, but the NBA, like, what is this going on about? Like, well, the last thing we got to decide is how we're going to give the advantage to the seeds. Are we going to let them bring their own courts in, or like what? trying to give the seed? You didn't hear about that in mm-hmm. regards trying to make it. Well, let me know. When we get back. The, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to All you about right. that when we get back. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Broadcasted here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. <laughs> Economics, cause you took yourself from squalor. Slave, mastered academics, cause your grace said you were scholar. Slave, mastered Instagram, cause you can instigate a follow. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters. All right, back here on the Sports Prize 736 9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Cup Studios. This segment is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full service landscaping company. Can't all your residential commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so yeah, so Sam Fat checked me. It was Portland, only team to vote no, not to come back. Way to go, Dame. I mean, what is he? What, are what you is that? Do? Wait, hold on. Time out. What Dame do? Who was the one that vocal talk about? I didn't really want to come. Like, what album is he working on? Like, Dame the only- is only Dame is out here social uh, using his voice for social injustice. Oh, hey, man. Right. Like, no, man. Don't 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 try don't don't try <laughs> to go don't try to go Fox News and spin everything, man. For for Dame, Dame was vocal before anything. I don't know if for, for that's shocking because I thought it would be Golden State. But he was the one. And, yeah, Vic's, uh, Vic's Italian. Vangio's Italian. I've seen him in there with the oh, thing and all shocking. that. Shocking. You know? Shocking. Leave that alone. He was totally wrong. You ever watch old Italian movies? You ever watch see how they how they talk? Oh, it's always been one oh, between okay. us and the Italians. You know? It was different. Uh, that, but that was then. We may be at a different spot. Is Italy fully, fully, fully open? They recovered 100%? They're not. They're not all the way open. I don't think they're all the way hundred percent back. But I mean, like they're they're way better than they were because they're they were like empty streets. Yeah, like, I mean they're gonna have Serie A come back, the soccer league, but they're not gonna have fans or anything. Is that how you say it? I've been saying Serie A. Uh, it, just A in Italian is ah. Oh. Mm. Okay. That's seven three six nine seven six. When it's done right, not that fake stuff from Olive Garden. All right. Shout out to y'all that wait two hours for that crap. You think Guard is not real Italian? You think it's that it's, bad? No, nah, man, that ain't that. Don't let's not let's not have this conversation. You people that wait two hours for Olive Garden are weird, hmm. and never really had Italian food. If you wait two hours for that, the breadsticks are fire. Salad is fire. The made up Italian dish is trash. Have you tried? Have you been there? I like Little Italy. I like Little Italy. Um, 
Okay. Anyways. 736-9760. All right. Let's jump into um, the big Armageddon topic and uh, Drew Brees. Okay. Um, yeah, this is one of the ones I had to over-under on on regards to wow. uh, what you do. Okay, you now mean? let's be you you set uh, the tone, but hold on. You set the tone for on Wednesday's show. Wednesday. No, 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 no. When did we come back? Today's Thursday. Well, yeah, yes, Monday. Monday show. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Monday Monday's show is George the, okay, Floyd. Okay, yes, Monday you set the tone Monday by giving the opinion you thought where you saw it. I saw it where I saw it, or the whole cause and effect, the reaction of the loot and all that. So you you set the tone and I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Because you said, Hey, this is how I feel. But then you turned it to what what we could do better as people right. and black people, whatever. So I start there. I was like, man, okay, I never thought about that, but let me see. Okay, and then this top, this happens. Right. So let me ask you this. Let's look because Drew Brees. I know you're not a big fan of his. I know you don't like him. Everything. So it's therefore, but true. you but you know that you can be. You know, I trust you can be fair and balanced in this. Before we get to what he said, give me. Because because we we do this on this show regardless of what everybody said and you you you've sit there and held black Twitter accountable and all this stuff before I'm going to ask you on a scale from one to ten give me the well first of all before I ask you that give me the one thing of the quote or whatever give me the one thing that was basically that set you the wrong way offensive of what basically he said acting like his grandfather and great grandfather the only people that went to war okay that's that's, that's the most like that's that's, that's the most that was probably the most offensive like there was a bunch of black people that went to war too and okay. came home with no freedom no nothing so all right like so yeah that's probably the one that stood out to you yeah definitely that okay part. so the follow-up from a one to a scale from one to ten and you and this Listen. is a loaded quick because you again you have to understand it's obvious with the climate that we're in right now what's going on I mean, we just, you know, we just watched an African-American man get lynched in the Minnesota streets pretty much. So everybody, especially in the black community, is on point regardless, regardless what statue, whether regardless if you throw 50,000 yards yes. or Super Bowl champion, regardless. So I taken that in consideration, one too. One to ten what? But on a scale from one to ten, where do you think the reaction meter to was it from his peers? Not, not, not. Um, the reaction like, far as like uh, no big deal or like you've lost your damn mind. From the part of you lost your damn mind in regards ten. to. Ten from his peers, they went off on him. Okay, a ten. Yeah, the okay. team. Yeah, teammates. Only person I saw come to his defense was Joe Horn. Joe Horn really George came. Horn. Joe Horn came to his defense, you, but you, Colston, who used to play with them, Michael Tom, Michael Thomas went off on him. Mark Ingram went off on him. I didn't uh, see Joe Ed Horn. Reed, Ed Reed went off that's on him. The, okay, Ed Reed. That see, and that's why I felt Ed I was Reed like, called you know, him a sucker. Okay, yeah, it was. It, it went off more than that. Stephen Jackson. He's gonna Steven get. Stephen Jackson he's, went off. Stephen Jackson. He's morning. Emotion, yeah, yeah, he's, he's an emotion. Still, he's going. Sure. Okay, so. When I thought about this, I went back to four years Where are you ago. going? How do you feel about this? this you, uh, no, what? I'm going to tell you how I feel. I think that, first of all, I try to look at this as the fact of what I think where he drew messed up. Because to me, it's nothing, it's, it's nothing really new. Cap Neal, four years ago, Drew Brees took a stance on he didn't really want to kneel. They locked, they locked arms. So we so that to me in reference to this is Drew has made these comments about in regards to what he feels about that flag anyway. But the the circumstances and the climate that we're in. But when you ask me, I think the disrespect of fact of I'm not gonna agree, ever agree to anybody disrespects the flag is where I think that basically that he that right. totally did uh, we that wrong. Too. 
This is the this is the what I what I say though. I didn't expect the reaction like when you talk about LeBron and Reed, like I'm Michael I Thomas. Buy, LeBron never really goes out yeah, of yeah. to call out other players. LeBron Ma- called him out too. Michael Th- Michael Thomas, I got it. Because Michael Thomas plays with him. He's getting there. I didn't see Joe Hone run to his defense. I know um Davenport, UTSA zone, he did a little bit to a certain extent, you know. Uh but Time this and this place, Calvin. Time and place. Okay. Time and place. Okay. It's the wrong time, White. We don't okay. really care how you feel about okay. it right now. Okay. But let me let me let me ask you this, because you're a big person in regards to being on the front line. Absolutely. Being on the front line. Okay. So let's look at the let's look at the evidence as a suspect. Let's just look at when you look at Drew, whatever. Okay. With the high school, Austin Westlake. If you live around here, you know what yeah. the perception is of Austin Westlake and rest of what they've gone through. All right, went to Purdue. Gets to the NFL. He plays in New Orleans. That's basically about 70, 72% African-American. Absolutely. He plays in the Superdome where there's got about 60,000 plus people. And I would say other than Atlanta, they're probably the majority of the, the blacks that go, that go watch him. Absolutely. When we At that time, when we had a, uh, a president that basically sat there and left a lot of black people stranded on a roof with water coming out. Right. Drew basically was one there that basically don't. I'm talking about maybe eight figure money at the time to New or- to New Orleans. Yeah, he definitely was on the front line. On the fast forward to about a month ago, COVID nineteen has hit the African American community the most in regards to us with the rate dying with it. New Orleans got hit hard, five million dollars basically to that. Where I'm going with this is the fact that I feel that his timing was wrong or what he said, but I feel like you, you've got a group, and, and I brought this up on my, last week, you've got a group out there when you talk about um, whoever the mayor had to release just you open the show with or whatever, it's talking about his conspiracy, mayor, GOP. Or, a, a GOP. GOP you've got a big, that, well, this is facts, you've got a big chunk of people out there that are right Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at Redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. (gasps) Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Base, white, that are, are, are conservatives, that are Trump's base, that basically feel that, and I, that's why I asked you the question on, on Monday when we are here. I said, look, if you were part of that, well, you're disrespecting the flag, why are you kneeling this, and it's a peaceful protest, then where are you at right now when you're, you're upset and you're bitching and complaining about the riots? I said, you can't play both sides of the fence. Absolutely. So I think when Drew says that— You don't have a problem with what he said. No, listen to me. No, I got a problem with the timing, but I think that the vitriol, that's why I asked you the scale, because the way I look at it is I think that he's automatically getting thrown Shannon in. Shannon Sharp said he should he's retire. Getting, I know what Shannon said, and Shannon's always going to bat on, on first take or whatever. Right. Shannon's my guy. I don't have a problem well, with Shannon. first take, whatever that I mean, show's uh, called. Undisputed. Oh, yeah, there you go. But what I'm saying is that he got 
grouped into that. He got thrown in that group of categories. Well, y'all never knew what it was about. And y'all basically, you, you made it about the flag. You don't know what you're talking about. Absolutely. And that's the venom that came out. Yes. But but what, what we do and what I know you do is you look at like who's on the front line and who gets the not so much the benefit of doubt, but what have you really done in regards to this? And the reason why I'm going to go to this before you comment, we get back and forth. When we were in here on Monday, I asked you, I said, it hadn't come across your radar yet, and I went Which back one? and researched more, about another guy that basically doesn't play for a team that's basically in that area, speaking of Little Wayne. Now, th- now let me, b- I before I go, I okay, saw, I saw okay, okay, you finally saw it. Now, educate me on something. Now, I, I, like I said, I still pay attention a little bit to the hip-hop community, this or whatever. Now, as a people, because I, I know who's downloading well, Wayne's, Wayne's music. I know who downloaded music but the, or whatever. The skater community, but, they don't care. Right. So we haven't written him off like this. When I'm talking, listen, I'm not I'm talking, I'm not talking about black Twitter. I'm talking about the guys like the LeBrons, the 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 Ed Reeds, those guys that have that type of platform that was outraged. We haven't written him off as like, yo, Wayne ain't one Is of us. Wayne canceled? I don't know. Prior to all this. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So let me just refresh people out there that don't really keep but up Wayne with what's going on. But Wayne stays in a syrup pill-induced right. coma. That right. We, I, you're like, dude, like you're right. on syrup. We kind of ignore him. Right. Look at how Lil Wayne looks. Right. Of course he thinks like that. So but go this ahead. is a guy that it rubbed me the wrong way because I came in and told you about it. Wayne, and this ain't the first time, but Wayne goes on a IG Instagram live with Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. For y'all don't know, Fat Joe's a rapper. A day after... Floyd is pretty much lynched in the street. This is a day after. Right. And Fat Joe's talking to him because I went back and like, yeah. well, hey, what's, well, you know, let's not rush to judgment. He's well, a, he said, all know, white people aren't racist. You know, like, we can't blame it all on the cops. He said, when I got shot, a white cop helped me. And I and the thing that got and me he said I'm not more, on the front line, so I don't want to be I don't want to be posting on social but, media if I'm not doing nothing about he it. He did say that, and the, but the other turn that got me is like. Well, I, I've, I maybe I've been fortunate, but I've never experienced racism. Right. Okay. Because we had this conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. When I heard that, when I said, "Okay, well, first of all, you you're you're from you're from New Orleans, okay, and I understand who his base is and who he's going on right. that." But first of all, you've had run-ins with the cops. Like you, you went to jail and did a bid because your tour bus got pulled over, and then you you had weed and and, and guns with her pills. Now you might have been on probation. Um, I'm pretty sure Kid Rock, his tour bus has been pulled over many times with that kind of paraphernalia. He ain't got because who he was, because he was a statue. They didn't haul him off. So I'm like, well, why would you say, okay, go backwards when four, it's been four years since Cat's been kneeling. So go back four years ago when Lil Wayne sitting there on Undisputed, speaking of Shannon Sharp, on Undisputed with Skip because he's close with Skip or whatever. Well, you know, Cap's his own man. Cap can kind of do that, but but that's not for me. No, There wasn't that big of an outrage from the community right. coming to him right, at that. Right. So to me, his comments of what he said, because this is this is where I'm getting at. I feel I like as, as I don't hear the music. Oh, okay. Okay, okay so... I feel like if you look at this, like, in the, and if we're talking about all race relations or how we're going to get better, whatever, we have the conversation. I think this is what you were trying to kind of do when we came in here on Monday was just saying, hey, like, look, we got to do better. We got to do yeah, what we're absolutely. doing. Chris Long right now is policing white people. He's policing his people. Uh, he's all, he he's has, been, he's been doing, doing it for that. years. He's been doing that. For years. Meaning like, okay, well, this is what this means. Like, hey, right, what's right. going after that? And our community, I feel like, what Wayne said is way worse than what Drew Brees did. 
to an extent to where when I'm over there, when I'm arguing with people or going back at people on Facebook for the last few days, I'm saying, hey, this and this. Well, hey, did but you, you gotta understand the demographic that's coming after Drew don't know who or care about Wayne. What do you mean by that? I'll tell you in a minute. Like, there's when two you- different it's two different audiences, and Wayne ain't really dropping nothing. No album. I, we'll talk about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Seven three six nine seven sixty. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcaster here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. This segment right here is going to be uh, sponsored by Double Days Pizza. They have two. Uh, they have one location now in Leon Springs. They'll be open their new location at Alamo Ranch here soon. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Okay, explain to me what you just said I don't think that. people care about Lil Wayne's opinion like that. Like, I don't think we take him serious. Like, Drew, the fact that all the things you named that he's done is all the more reason why everybody's like shocked. Like, how can you look at Cap kneeling, put the picture of the the cop that killed George Floyd next to each other and still not get it? Okay, and let's keep in mind. Okay, now I see what you're saying. But keep in mind, I'm not talking to you because you've done a good job over the years of the show in regards to calling out both sides. When you, in both sides and reps of the hypocrisy, whether it's black Twitter or not, but it's one of those situations that I think it's more detrimental to a guy in Little Wayne due to the fact of where he comes from in black. And regardless, okay, no one respects. He's on pills. He's yeah, high he's been at the time. Gone for a but minute. what is what does he give the platform to do for the people that's fighting when somebody's gonna be like, "What you all? What pisses you off?" To a, oh, well, look, man, Lil Wayne says right. that there's really no racism. Right. You got some chick that that's now floating around, and I don't even my stepdaughter's known heard about her. Uh, black Doja. girl, Candace. Oh, oh, oh was Candace? Oh. Yeah, Have you seen her yeah. video? Yeah, she's crazy. okay. I want LeBron and Ed Reed and them to come after them people because they're making because because that right there. What I'm trying to say is that if if Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck, whoever you want to say makes is doing an interview with Yahoo Sports and they sit there and say, "Look, man, I, I'm not respecting anybody or disrespect the fact whatever." I get the the venom. I get it to be like, okay, like I don't want to speak on it because I don't know what they've done for black people or not. But then I'm not even trying to have this conversation if it's them they say it. But, but you got to remember, Drew- not us, maybe not us in this room, but you have a lot of black people that don't feel like it's on black people to fix it. It's you not just- on us. We didn't start it. It's not our. It's not our fight to fix. We can't. We can't. We can't push hate out of people's hearts. Like, it ain't no, on black I, folks no, to fix I, it. No, I get you that. Like, regardless of what a black person says. I totally it, it agree. Ain't, it ain't, it's, in some people's eyes, it ain't on black people to fix okay, it. Okay, I do, I totally agree. But I agree with that. But the other part is, uh, like, are you down with the cause and the movement or not? When I'm well, talking about people likes, like Lena Wayne or like, whatever nobody, like that. Like, nobody, nobody from on this side of the tracks rocks with Candace Owens. And she gets called yeah. out quite a bit. And okay, she don't care. I don't even know Like, that's her shtick. That's her shtick. That's who she is. She's like, the, she's like a Whitlock who... Lost his gig, his his contract wasn't renewed. Sure did. Mm. Sorry sorry for you. Uh, (laughs) But no, for Drew to say that right now, like it really, 
that's, like, that's just that's, one of those things where you just like, and Drew is smart. And I get it. Like, if that's your, if that's your take, that's your take. But to say it right now, and, and the other thing that bothers me is the same people that are like, hey, Drew has a right to his opinion are the same people that tell Pop to shut up and coach and tell LeBron to shut up and dribble. The pe- the same people, the same people that are like, well, Drew that's should fair. have an opinion. Yes, you're right. But when LeBron and Coach Pop have their opinions, you tell them to shut up and focus on basketball. But you're okay with so, Drew. That's fair. That's 100% facts. Do you think it – so, again, I'm not trying to defend the time. I think it's bad time what he said, regardless of how he feels and about it even that. Worked. Like, that you end. meant it. Like, why are you apologizing? Like, first of all, like, when somebody apologizes, I'm a guy that I mess up a lot. I say things I don't mean a lot. And, I, and I'm emotional, and I get heated, and I say things in the heat of the battle when I'm really trying to hurt people's feelings or I'm upset and I have to come back and I have to apologize. So if the man apologizes, I will accept the apology. Like a lot of people don't want, don't want to hear the apology. I accept it. But my thing is like, you really, you, but you really meant that. Like when I'm, I'm upset and I say something I don't mean because I'm trying to hurt your feelings and I'm trying to win the argument. Like, yo, I take that back. I didn't mean it. But like, yo, you really meant that. I was surprised. Like, why not? I mean, you got millions that agree with you. Stand on it. Well, the reason why you can't stand on it is because you what well, Michael Thomas and Cameron Jordan right. and, and Kamara are they asking for trades? Well, well, well. The is thing that why is, you apologize? Because the whole team wanted to be I, traded. I'm surprised. I felt that that's a good point. You said I he's he's apologizing back down quicker than I thought. Because Drew, like I said, four no, years ago, Calvin, he took it the was same back, stand. Calvin, he took a beating. No, yesterday. I know that's, that's why he had a no choice. That's why I'm having a discussion. But I'm just thinking about well, all right, but at again, do we really throw Drew in that? category based off of what he has done for the city of New Drew, Orleans. Drew, first of all, Drew has been able to do those things for the city of New Orleans because there's a bunch of brothers, I mean, there's a brother, brother brothers that helped him get to where he's at and vice versa. Like, he makes Michael Thomas good, but Michael Thomas helps him out. Col- Colson has helped him out. Kamara helps him out. And so it, it vice versa. So, like, if we, if we helping each other out, like Shannon said, like, yo, you if the guy, if there's a man around a bunch of black guys, you showering together, you pooping together, you pissing together, you traveling together, you blood, sweat, and tears together. If he don't get it and he's around us, how are the people not around us supposed to well, get I'm it? Well, I'm not going to defend Drew Brees off the fact that he got it. And he was like, maybe he don't get it. But my whole point of this is I'm trying to sit there and say, like, I, like part, okay, you say it's part of those, well, because he's around black people that's helped him get those things and get those. And, well. and vice versa. I, but I also look at it as that if he's building schools, if he donated eight-figure eight money after Katrina, if he's donated $5 million to COVID, he's in that community where he sees the but, struggle. Right, so but he when, has to get but something. When you, but then when you come back and you say that the next day, like, do you really get our struggle? Or are you doing all these things for your brand? That's the kind of questions that's going to well, come up. Well, I think up. you're 100% those right. Are the kind I of think his apology today is more about the the backlash that he's got. The people in New Orleans I, that were protesting last night, they turned the protest into F. Drew Brees. The whole crowd was chanting F. Drew Brees. And, and again, that's again, that shows you the magnitude of the time that we're in right now. Because those same people cheer for Drew Brees and those same people that are mostly people of color. He do. helped some of them out. I'm just telling, like, from the Ed Reed and and uh, what's bad. the other guy for that? I'm thinking, like, it okay, was bad. well, why can't we team up and, and call Ben out? What the hell ben is Ben, ben Rosenberg when he, he he didn't even want to kneel? He got a black coach. But this, what, is, what, but this is what I'm saying. Like at that time, Calvin, okay, we were in 2000. Like my man Terrell Huff tweeted out, Drew Brees had a 2016 take in 2020. In 2016, you could say that. 
what we are going through right now, 2020, you just got to keep that to yourself. We didn't have no brothers and sisters getting lynched in the street. No, in what I'm saying is that I'm, what I'm saying is we're at, uh, this is a, you could tell this I know is totally this is on different. a different level. It's a whole different scale. Like we got the National Guard coming, but in. Our, our well, that's just on a decision on a guy in the White House that's been on an authority trip. I'm talking about the message was still same to them because we still had brothers and sisters that was dying by the hand of cops back then when Cap started. And what I'm saying is that maybe Ben has, but Ben Ben's. Hell, that ben, that got killed in 2016. But 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 I. And we got to talk about him too. Uh, again, he donated is, a million. This bucks. is this ain't about the black Twitter. This is about the guys like LeBron and Ed Reed when they speak. White, Hispanic, Black place. America, listen. Time and place. So bad that's what the, that's that's what the verdict is. It's just a bad timing. timing. Horrible timing. I agree with that. Horrible timing. I'll agree with that. Uh, 736-976. You listen to the sports grind. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. All right, Drew, you on your own, Drew. Yeah, people mad at Drew. Drew. You're on your own, man. I don't know. I I mean, I guess when he gets to training camp or whatever, you address the team and they move on. Michael Thomas already tweeted like, hey, my brother and I had a disagreement. He apologized and like a Christian. I've forgiven him. Back to George Floyd. Some of their their teammates have said, hey, that's true leadership. He's apologized. When they get back, I mean, you knew it was serious when Sean Payton called a team meeting this morning. Remember, Sean said, hey, we're not coming back to training camp. They had a team meeting. They scheduled, they announced last night that they were having a conference this meeting. Because first of all, that is the number one receiver on that team that started. And he was was tweeting away yesterday. Yeah, he started before Steven Jackson. He started before LeBron. Because I think that's what gave the floodgates for Steven and LeBron to come back. Because after after Thomas, so so when you got that, I know that they had to schedule a meeting to kind of handle that. But the truth of it is, Rudy, as a team, I think they'll get past it, but the thing of it is, regardless if he apologizes or not, this is on Drew's resume to Canton. It's never going to go away, and that's what I'm. That's but he the ain't point. the only one that feels like that, though. It don't matter. He's the one that got caught on camera talking about it and saying, "I'm not going to agree with anybody to disrespect, disrespect the flag." But my thing is, man, we put flags on bikinis. We like, you know what I mean? Like, like Sam let us know during the break. Kid Rock has a hole in the flag and uses it as a, uses it as a poncho. Like, we pick and choose with the flag. Keep in mind, like, I cover the Spurs, and I'm always there during the national anthem. And people are, man, people going to get nachos, people talking, people singing, people got their phones out. So we pick and choose what we we deem disrespectful. And and that's why I think he got so much backlash, because he was tossed in that group quickly, right or wrong. He was tossed in that group, which is a fact that you got radicals that stand behind that flag with this issue. Now, the one thing I will not do, because I don't don't do that, like, you know, just to do it, just to be cool. I'm not not here on these airways calling Drew Brees a racist. I'm not, I don't think Drew Brees is a racist. I don't know Drew Brees from a can Mm -hmm. of paint, but I you have to give me a lot more evidence than your your take on the flag because I mean, Pop may not say that, but that's how he feels. Like I know Pop's down with the movement, but you won't ever catch Pop kneeling during the anthem. So I mean, now like, like Pop has worded his 
his stance on things a lot differently. He's called Colin Kaepernick brave, and that that's that's his right. But you won't catch him doing that. So Bob, with his actions, say like, "Hey, I'm not down with kneeling for the flag either." But I understand your thing, and that's what I'm saying. I think Drew went around the wrong way. But you have to do a lot more than say you're not disrespect. I don't I don't disrespect the flag for me to call you racist. I'm not gonna come on these airways and call Drew Brees a racist. Like that's one of the worst things you can call someone, and you need hardcore evidence. You need hardcore evidence before you call somebody that is he tone deaf? Is he is he did he have a a a brain fart as far as like on on that interview with Yahoo Finance? Absolutely, but I, I refuse to come on here and call the man a racist. Though I don't think he's a racist. I think he just it's just, it's, just it's, not not aware of his race. He didn't he didn't check the blind side. <laughs> that, that his he you got to have that silent count in your head, man. He got sacked, and I'm sure when people be sacking him this year, they're gonna be taking a knee after they sack Drew. <laughs> after you sack Drew, you got to take a knee. Is uh. Is Winston doing a little more reps a little harder? Yeah, everybody's like, oh, Winston might get some reps. But I'm like, Shannon said the guy should retire. I'm like, damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I love Shannon, but come on, man. Like, I'm just – and like I said, I'm talking about the Ed – because, look, I felt like, you know, this was going to hurt Drew Brees, but he okay. But the thing that hurt him the most is to hear Ed Reed talk to him about that. Because I know Drew got respect for a guy that's probably one of the best safeties ever played. And his peers, that's what killed him the hardest. teammates. I was like, that's going to be a tough day with y'all for really finally come to come in contact with each other. Because, like, you can apologize, but does that ever – I don't know if that ever goes away. It's going to be tough. Well, he better go back. In his, he better start talking about it, letting them know about the resume, because I think that that should have something to do but with you, it. But you are, you are right in saying, like, well, dude, he had the same take in 2016. That's all I'm saying. And Ben Rosenberger, that all that I know that he's Ben done, was upset like, oh, man, dog. they had us coming and out. I didn't know how to come a, out. He's yeah. got a black. Don't, I was telling my girl, the only thing I know Ben's done for black people is throw the best black players off the Steelers, get them ran out of town. Okay? Wow. That's what Ben's done. What has Ben done? <laughs> You know, like One, he he, he didn't Bowls. he didn't even he didn't even well see this is my thing with Drew it ain't about him throwing fifty thousand right. yards or winning a Super Bowl it's just about he plays in a seventy percent dominated African American community he's basically put his own money like I said you're big on the front line he's been on the front he's line previous to this for sure he locked shoulders but didn't kneel but my thing is like he, he did, did this kneel. in two thousand there's a picture of him kneeling and this was in two thousand and fourteen when we yes nothing like what we're experiencing right now with no. uh, with Ford but. It was still a cause of the same thing that we had brothers and sisters getting dying and getting lynched in the streets. So it was just I, – I think the uh, – Stephen Jackson didn't re- really surprise me because Stephen is – he like I said, he's emotional. He's in the front line. And credit to Stephen Jackson because Stephen has said, like, look, man, I didn't ask for this. Like, I didn't ask to be in this po- position. He said this way before the Drew Brees. So when he gets his – and what he means is when he gets his natural, he's not going to be politically correct. Right. Stephen's not going to be politically correct. So that didn't surprise me, but Ed Reed and that, when I'm thinking, like, man, there like, was a lot of came, dudes. It, it came full circle for everybody. Like, look, like, this is why Cap was doing it, George Floyd. And then when you have the rioting and the looting, everybody, it's also full circle. Like, wouldn't, so you, rather, wouldn't you rather have people kneeling during the national anthem rather That's than fair, burning That's, the city down? I get and that. And I'm like, damn, Drew, like, you still don't get it? Okay. It's kind of like, wow, bro. Like, really? Like, and the see, producer, and it's, it, and Drew ain't 25. No, he's not. But see, the thing is that I think also he you, we, we kind of letting him off the hook in regards to saying, like you said a couple segments ago, he's a smart guy. Very I smart. I don't think it's not that he don't get it. It's just that's, that's how he feels, feels about, about the it, flag. Right? So, but his, you come out today, well, I, I missed the point. He said I missed the mark on this one. 
And that's more, I think, of him. Got I've got no choice but to do that. But I think that's where he the, just the says, uncomfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm really upset that I've been somehow made out to be the enemy. Because he knows what he's doing for those people on the front line. Like I said, I wouldn't even be looking at this from the other angle so if it was Peyton. So do you have a problem with it now? We've been talking about it for I got a problem with the time, but I don't have the – I get where it's like – what I have a problem with is the fact that the picking and choose the coming at his neck when a guy that sit there and has done well, stuff for our community. Our community that's, let me, that, let, that let, let me tell you, you, and we go back, and two different things. Jay-Z set by the commissioner, the same commissioner that allowed 30 teams to boycott Kaepernick, and Jay sit there and said, even though you understood what he said, we're past the kneeling and whatever. Now, some people question Jay like, oh, man, didn't you tell so-and-so to boycott? But he didn't. For, I'm talking from the LeBrons of the world and Ed Reed's on the platforms. He didn't come at. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. We turned out in record numbers in November 2020, and we showed our power in Georgia. Now we have the chance to show up to the polls and make a difference again here in Virginia. There's so much on the line for our communities in the upcoming elections, but governor and other offices... Our votes have real power, so let's use that power to elect leaders who will look out for what matters to us. Rally your friends, everyone you know, to vote early until October 30th, or vote on Election Day, November 2nd. Pay for by the NAACP. At his neck. Why? Because Jay-Z had the credibility and the evidence of what he's done for our people, what his where his money's gone, and what he stood for. Right. So even though we're sitting there thinking like, man, what are you talking about, Pat Nealon? And again, I ain't talking about that, the, just the, uh, you know, the black Twitter. I'm talking about the LeBrons, everybody in the world, because it's like, you know what? Jay get, the benefit, Jay get the benefit of doubt because of what his track record. And what I'm saying is before the spew and all that, it's like, well, wait a minute, Drew. Why would you say that when you've done this in New Orleans, you've done that? It was no time for that. It was just like, I was like no, they were you over Drew. there. He took a beating yesterday and That's today. what I'm getting at. Still taking a beating So today. the timing, no, I don't think he should have said it with the timing. But at the same time, I think Drew from the from from the disenfranchised, from the underprivileged, and what African Americans do without the resources, or whatever. I think Drew has seen it firsthand in his in his career at New Orleans, and he's contributed to that. But yeah. he made a mistake with the timing and the you know in regards where his statements is. But that's just the thing. Well, I want to talk about Dak because you said you got some news on Dak when we talk about him when we get back. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Garage, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Don't forget, Smoothie King has a variety of smoothies, uh, fat burner smoothies. Also, they have their new immune booster that they just rolled out a month or two ago. Help you build up your immune system, keep you safe. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Garage. 
Yeah, but I knew you were coming in double. I thought you'd be coming in double, more double barreled, ready for Drew. And, and no, and I Reynolds. mean, look, it was stupid. It was bad timing. It was tone deaf. Like that's the cliche thing to say. Mm-hmm. It shows you kind of still don't get it. But I mean, there's a lot of people that have to to play the fence. Like he, I mean, look, look around. As far as many people, as far as peers that are roasting them. You go on any post about Drew Brees, there's a thousands of people defending him. Thousands of people defending him. So, like, he has to placate to two audiences. And, you know, that's a part of the, as much as New Orleans and the brothers and sisters of New Orleans are part of his brand, so are the people that respect the quote unquote respect the flag that are part of his brand and the, and, and, and the Trump nation and those people. That they're not even Trump Nation, just people that feel like it's disrespectful to do anything out of the ordinary during the national anthem. Mm. So he has two fan bases. He's playing. He's playing the fence. I mean, he's like, I guess it's just one of those things where he's like, "Yo, I, I've done enough. They know. I, they know how I feel about them. Hmm. I can still have this take, which Maybe. you can. Yeah, which you can." It's just this is a weird week when cities are just burning. Just a wrong turn. Weird I, I, week when I, cities I, are burning. I'll nah, I wasn't gonna come. I mean, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I'll you know, agree. It is what it is. Seven three six nine seven six. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to John. John, you on the sports grind? You're on ticket seven sixty. What's up, John? Yeah, I was want to make a comment on the Drew Brees and then and then the the bonehead coach from from your team, Denver. Um, <laughs> he, he 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 had his moment too. He sounded like an idiot, but um. I think I told the screener, the NFL is going to change in, in like, I give it like four or five years. You, you get these old, white, grumpy old quarterbacks out the league. You know, Brady be gone, Breeze be gone, Roethlisberger. The NFL is changing, and these owners are going to need to learn how to deal with the young quarterbacks that are coming in and all the players because these, these young cats, they don't think the same no more. I mean, young kids, they don't see color too much, I don't think, anymore, these young, these young kids. Not like so, we do. Nah, nah, I got a 17-year-old son, and I'll tell you, man, he don't see black, white, Mexican, and to it, even even gay, lesbian. They, All they of that, yeah, they for sure. They, they, don't, they, they, don't, they don't think like that. So it's, it's the country's changing, man. It's going to be a, a matter of time. Thank you. I hope so. All right. <laughs> Pretty no. Sure. There's a lot of people that have to get go get gone. But, yeah, I hear what he's saying. No, the younger, the younger generation is totally different. It's not even a. It's not even a big deal. Like, oh yeah, he's gay. Yeah, he's this. He's that. They don't. They're totally different than us. Way different than us. They need to. We need to put them in charge. Disappointing, Vic. But you know. Yeah, let's talk about Vic Fangio, who says. Now, now keep in mind, I saw this that in 2002, when the Rooney Rule was implemented, there were three African American coaches. Fast forward 18 years, three African American coaches. So. <laughs> in 18 years, when it started in 2002, there's three, and right now there's three. I, I'm I'm just wondering why. I, I'm wondering what Vic was thinking. Like, why do we have the Rooney Rule? Like, why was the NFL starting to talk about uh, executive positions and all of these things? And then why? And then some of the things that have been said over the whole kneeling thing. Like, where? Wh- wh- what? What rock has Vic been this living is, this under? This is what I will say. First of all, I, this is a and guy, I explain to me how you feel like y'all gonna rally around that when when, when you got a bunch of young guys that feel like hey, they man, don't he don't understand let, let me, them. Let, let me tell you something. First off, first of all, Vic can be the poster child of what it means to where you can be blind and oblivious to something that don't affect you. 
So for him to sit there and, and me personally knowing about a little of his background, knowing he's been a coordinator for 30 years, knowing that he's went on interviews where Vic should have had a head coaching job before now. But why? Because Vic has come off the Vic has been a uh, built up a reputation of being, oh, he's he's rigid in interviews. He wants to show up in a sweater. Right, right, right. 30 years before he got a chance to be, and he's one of the best defensive minds that we've had in the game. But I'm saying that for being 61, Italian, halfway, whatever you want to say, that right there to say racism doesn't exist in the NFL, that's a poster child to where you're oblivious to something that don't affect you. That he's looking at is like, look, I look in a locker room. I got defensive court. I've been a defensive coordinator. I got meetings where I see black black guys, white guys, and he's not thinking about the executive levels of the NFL, the ownership, the late McNair of, of the Texans and his comments. Right. He's not seeing that. He's seeing from the thing, and it's a situation where he was trying to. I don't know what you want to call it, call the piece or trying to basically say, hey, look, NFL can be an example and use a wrong choice of words, and he was wrong on it. And, uh, I'm not going to try I to also, defend that. I also think that people that aren't racist and the people around them aren't racist, they feel like, it, like the best meme, I, one of the best quotes I've seen is the thing that COVID and racism have in common is people think it doesn't exist until it affects them personally. Mm-hmm. And I think the people, maybe the people around Vic aren't. And maybe he isn't, so it's just like, what are you talking about? Now, the rally question, let me tell you. Yeah, what are you talking about? How are they going to rally around? The Bear, when he was the defense quarter of Bears, you go back when the 49ers, every player, black players, everybody playing for Vic, they call his nickname's the Godfather. They love playing for that guy. Now, did he step wrong where he's got to? And what I'm hearing from reports behind closed doors, uh, Kareem Jackson, who's over there with Denver now, African American. Yeah. Couple other players had to add, call him up and say, "Hey, look, what do you mean? What do you mean by this?" <laughs> so at that point, they addressed it. He's the thing, but meaning like he's another one that this is going to stick to him going in this season. Yeah, when you but- talk to Vic, it's going to be like, "Well, this is the guy that said racism didn't exist." And front, and it comes to the point at that time, it's like, "Look, man, he might have misspoke, he made a mistake, but that's our guy. He's getting attacked, and that's just the way it's going to go." Yeah, it could, but you and then you also have to take the side of like maybe he's one of those people that feel like. It ain't no racism. They just didn't want to hire you. There's a lot of people that feel that way. I see that a lot. Like, why does it got to be about racism? They just hire the the best candidate. That's not the case in the NFL. That's why I'm not trying to say No, that's what I'm these. saying. Maybe Vic yeah. feels that way. Maybe Vic well, feels like, it ain't racism. Y'all just cry he, too much. He's wrong on that one. And I don't care if he's the coach of the team I love or not. He's wrong on that one, man. I can't. I can sit here and try to look at both sides from the Drew side and all that. But Vic, he misspoke. We've had the Rooney Rule for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. We just came off of some meetings in the last few weeks about how to tweak the Rooney Rule. We've had discussions about basically what it's going to take to get more executives at the executive position. Uh, and, and really, it's like almost a, maybe a generation thing where we need more minority uh, African-American owners of NFL teams. I mean, that's hard to accomplish when the we see. The owner's different. Like, exactly like that. But that, that's where Vic is the poster child of it didn't affect me. So, hey, I didn't know. But, I mean, his came quickly in that same day because like you I didn't said, even know he this, apologized already. No, he did. That night he did. Denver, I don't know if it was before or whatever because I was going to my timeline because they feed, they changed their whole background. So what kind of messages black, did you get? Oh, Raider feel like, hey, Calvin, you keep it real, but tell us what is about this. Calvin, come get Dan, come get your coach, man. Are you gonna, what, what, what do you think about this? They come like, looking for Vic. you. Not Vangio, but I guess if Vons had to release a two-page statement, you know, He's like, hey, man, you know, at the end of the day, I'd stand with what we're trying to for the march and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we've got to be one and this and that and all that. But he's put Vaughn this is where he's at a talk. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know. Yeah. That's the way it is. But what do you have about Dak? 
before we go back to um, Dak did something that he has more power than me. Dak did something that I kind of wanted to do here with the SAPD. He's donating a million dollars to go toward better police training. And I didn't, I wasn't planning on donating money, but you know, I had an, a friend that was a police officer and I contacted him. I forget after, that's how many it's been. I forget after which uh, police officer, black man altercation it was. Uh-huh. But I contacted him and I said, hey, what, what we put together some seminars and we have police officers there and we have civilians there and we discuss on protocol on how we're supposed to, how are we supposed to handle traffic stops like tra- regular traffic stop I have a gun that it was after Philando it was after uh-huh. it was after that one because he had the gun in the car like you know what is the protocol for uh-huh. you as a police officer and what's the protocol for me he never got back to me on that I don't know if he got some back backlash on it from from other SAPD officers I don't know I probably should have pursued a little bit hmm. more but I didn't but a lot of people coming after deck like why are you donating to them why are you donating to them but to me I mean, as critical as I've been a DAC, like, I mean, isn't that what we all say when these things happen? Like, man, these guys haven't been trained properly. These guys haven't been trained properly. When we don't have enough police officers, you hire the first guy that comes in the door. You don't give him proper training. And then his first crazy situation, he's shooting somebody, no matter what color it is, seven, eight times. So I don't have a problem with DAC donating the police training. They need it. They need it, don't they? I didn't know that. I didn't hear Dak was There's doing a that. Bucks. But yeah. see, I and you're and I think I remember you telling me that, but you're you're situating that look, this is the sad thing about this situation, and this is why this is on more levels than not, speaking of the uh Floyd situation, because when you have and trust me, I remember thirteen or fourteen before I tried to drive and my dad had to talk with me. Uh, in regards to what you got to do or how you right. got to act when you're being black driving pulled over. Right. Sad thing about it is a lot of African-American parents and stuff has had that talk. But what you witnessed last Monday or when it was last Monday, there's nothing that you can talk to. You can set your child as being a minority or right. black basically to sit there how to act to what was done to George Floyd. There's Great nothing point. you can there's nothing you can do to do that. And I think that that's what hit hard so much. I didn't know Dak was doing that. So you can talk about the training. And I still believe most police departments don't train to what put a knee on. I'm not saying they don't. Train. I'm just saying maybe but, because they need people so quick. They need guys bodies on the streets. Maybe they aren't, and I'm not. I don't, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody's police department, uh-huh. but at the same time, it's clear that some of these guys need better training. And you know what's different? Oh, back in even I would probably say when we were in high school, even then, you had you had a, a lot of police departments and and police people. You you kind of had policemen that pretty much worked the communities that they grew up in. Or that they knew I mean, those that people. That was like back in the day, yeah. And so whether sure. you want, so whether you want to say that it's because of most people don't want to be cops now. If you want to say government, local, national cutbacks on secure, whatever. But now it's that you got these cops that are spread thin. And if you want to talk about training and, and donating money, what it really needs to do is that guys that are going to whether they white, Asian, uh, whatever you want to say. If they're not used to, because I see a lot of this. Not this incident. This wasn't this. This. this, no, this no, not, not this. Not. This was. This looked pers- This was personal. So take this one front. But if you look at the past in- incidents, whether it's basically being nervous, itchy finger, I'm coming up to give him a ticket. Right. But what is he reaching for? Right. That comes to me is that you got cops patrolling areas that have never had interactions with people that look different from them. 
they got to go by for hearsay of what's going on. Yeah, and was, they're not. It was a, so, Phil- it was a Philando. It was a Philando right. thing. That's when I was like, man, I'll do something. And mm. I hit it. They didn't get back to me on that because, like, I'm talking about both again. And my thing wasn't like there's plenty of places where you can go and get the I know my rights. Like that's Kaepernick's thing. I know my rights. I'm like that wasn't really my thing. I was just trying to get both parties home safe. And like, oh, what are the police supposed to do in this situation if I'm telling you I have a gun in the car? And what am I supposed to do if I tell you I have a gun in the car that's legally registered? But like, how? Let's let's talk about and have banter about what we're supposed to do in those situations. Gun in the car, not gun in the car. I just committed a crime, and you caught me. What am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Like, just back and forth about that with the community, but it never it never went through. But you know, Dak has millions of dollars to throw at it, so. And I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with it because it's needed. If nobody mm-hmm. else is going to do it, somebody somebody has to. And I don't have a problem with Dak stepping to the plate and doing that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather him be trained than not trained. True. Good point. So he's getting some backlash for that. Huh? Dak going to get backlash forever because of his stance in 2016. The people all like, it's, that stigma's traveled with him for four years. Yeah, hey, LeBron, where were you at on Dak? Oh, you're a Dallas fan, right? <laughs> you're a Cowboy fan. <laughs> Where was on that? I don't know. I have to look yeah. back at LeBron's yeah. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcaster here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Garage, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rick J, Sam Smith, the one of twos. All right, before we move on, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Robert. Robert, you're on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Robert? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Love well, the show. Thank you. Always been a big supporter. Obviously, like more when we're talking sports and said all this stuff. Yeah, man, for real. Hopefully something has to be addressed. I'm going to try to give you a different perspective. I just want to see if we could have a conversation about it without, like, jumping to conclusions real quick. I got a couple things, three things I'd like to talk about. One about Ben, one about statistics. And I know sometimes people don't want to hear that. And then about police brutality. First of all, my brother is a police officer, and I come from a little bit of a unique background. Let me throw this out here if it may make sense or may not. But retired military, raised, I'm, a, I'm in a mixed family, raised a black, black man, black young son of mine um, who's 36 right now. So the conversations I had with him were just conversations that my dad had with me. Not, I hate when people try to put everything into categories. Again, I'm... Obviously, I'm coming from a white perspective, so I'm just telling you where I'm coming from, if that makes sense. So I had conversations with my son. Hey, just be respectful. My son never had any problems. You know, that's what my dad told me. I got chased by the cops for doing stupid stuff, too. But when I got caught, I was just respectful. So I don't know. So obviously, skin color definitely makes a difference. My brother being a police officer definitely knows it exists. He doesn't care about the color of the skin. When he's arresting people who were putting cigarettes out on little babies because he did sexual crimes. He wanted to mess up people regardless of what skin color they're doing that to babies. So I hate when people throw cops into all, you know, paint with that broad brush. Not that you guys are doing that, 
but I don't hear anybody saying that they're not doing that, too. So I just wish we could be a little bit more selective on when we're paying all police officers. His partner ran into a burning house, saved two African-American kids, got burn marks on her arms today. Police officers are doing good things. I hate when we get painted with a broad brush. Do well, this I is know this is what I'll say, did? Robert. Of just get I get do. to your point real quick on Ben. Okay. What did you want to say on Ben Rosselberg? Because okay. I want to answer your, I want to talk, respond to your other point. Get to Ben. Yeah, and if you let me, to, if if I be able to kind of come back, I, I would like the opportunity mm. to at least answer back to you. Mm. The other thing is, uh, Ben, come on, you're going to stick up for Antonio Brown, Brent chasing African Americans out of Pittsburgh. You're going to stick up for stick up for Antonio Brown for the clown that he is. Well, I know Ben. I know Ben had a big issue. I knew, but I know Ben had a big issue. wasn't trying to hear any reason why we were kneeling at that time four years ago. And I know Ben has thrown his coach on under the bus five minutes every Monday before Mike Tomlin has to go to a press conference and has thrown his under the bus. And he had a lot of uh, diva. I'm in control. I'm in the boss attitude. Bumped heads with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. No, I'm not defending Antonio well. Brown's actions. Antonio Brown has proven he's a jackass since he's gone and since he's stopped with the Raiders, New England off the point. But what I'm saying is, Drew, I mean, what I'm saying is, uh, Drew Brees' off-the-field resume compared to Ben, and Ben didn't want to kneel either, and he didn't really get killed from it. And not only that, go ask Ben and some of those teammates, Lavon and some of those other people, how Ben's leadership's been questioned. So, yeah, I stand by that. And I've been accused of being an in-the-closet Pittsburgh Steelers fan for over a decade. So I do stand by that. And that, and this is another thing. Thanks for the phone call, Robert. I know yeah, you've appreciate appreciated yeah. the show, but let me, because we, because again, I know not everybody can listen to the show every right. day and this and that, but I'm going to stay consistent where I'm a consistent across the board. When I talk about that, well, it's the LVG community or whatever like that. And when you want to sit here because Rudy has said it, I've said it, I've got cop friends that listen to this show, but the way I'm looking at it is where Rudy and I stand in the African-American community. Yes. You can't paint all cops in the same brush, but for over whatever, three, four hundred years, African-Americans have been putting paint in the same brush regardless anyway, too. So whether it's like, hey, you know what, I try to be as fair as I can on this show, but at the end of the day, some people are going to feel, feel a certain way with me, either from my own community or from a me. Well, you don't get so. My thing is like, yes, it sucks that the whole police department has to be put. Are they good cops or whatever? Right. But you've got certain races, and especially the African-American race that we're talking about right now, that's been painting with a broad brush They've for a long with time. with a broad brush, too, yeah. Okay? Go what ask, about go, us? Go, 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 talk, go, go talk to... Um, you know, people uh, from Middle Eastern descent that was living over here after 9-11 happened. What brush were they painted in? And sometimes I'm guilty of that. So, again, I just I like Roberts called the show a lot before. I respect him. Listen, but I'm not don't I, I'm not looking for the sympathy card from the cops in reference to the fact of like they're all painting us with the same brush. Uh, there's a lot of background. It, no, I'm not. That, that's the part that I'm not going to do. I'll look from different angles. Look like, hey, man, are we overreacting with this with the Drew Brees? But I ain't standing for that. Well, look, we. I hate to be playing the train brush. Sorry, man. We all have. I've done. I've had. Rudy's done it. We're both 43 years old. Doc, will Rudy be 43 here in, a, yeah, in another I'm month 43. or so? But I, I'm sorry on that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Welcome we to the all, party. We all deal with it. Welcome to the party. We all go, we're getting painted with the same brush. I mean, I'm sure there's white people mad that they all getting painted as racist. We all get painted with certain brushes.
Hey, Washington, D.C., we missed all the cheers, the tears, and the touchdowns. The excitement of a last-second field goal to get the heart pumping. The football season's finally here, so now's the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for Week 7. And placing your bets at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1-800-522-4700 for free confidential help. Must be 21. Some places promise you a change of scenery. Others show you the world in a whole new light. Take Isla Morada. Between the brilliant sunsets, azure skies, warm, clear water, and endless activities, including legendary sport fishing and diving, Isla Morada will take you places you've never been before, in more ways than one. For more about Isla Morada and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash islamorada. It's like life is like dominoes. You got to play the hand you dealt. <laughs> and you know what I would say to Robert, too, since you have a brother cop and the other cops listen. So if you're tired of it, then then start holding the bad cops more, of, uh, you know, accountable. Then then let Floyd's death be this whole brother code. We're going to break that because at the end of the day, you screwing up and I'm taking bullets. I'm getting shot at doing protests. I'm doing this because of your actions. So screw the bro code. Maybe that'll change from that, too. That'll help with that. That's why Rudy and I try to be as honest as we can on both sides of the black and white coin doing this show because you've got some black people that only see it like, nah, man, no, no, I don't want to hear this, whatever. And we, I mean, we wasn't raised like that and we try to be fair as is, call it to what it is and not. So maybe the cop community can go in and start doing that because I saw four cops that are basically all charged now and I saw three cops just stand around to do whatever, whether that's training from the top of that police department, or that's just like, hey, we know what was going, or this cop let me know that he got something up against this individual, so this right. is just how we're going to get down. Step in and do something. Speak up. Hey, man, I, so, can't, I, I, mean, I don't even have nothing to add to that. Well said. I mean, that's the deal. Well said. Well said. And the problem of it is, like, again, you know, you, you know, we talk about, since Robert brought it up, you know, you talk about because I've seen this, too, on social media. And this is the same thing I said about the Black Lives Movement, which I feel it falls in the same category as the flag situation because the Black Lives Matter was hijacked by doing an election time, doing the concern like, well, they're saying that their only lives matter. What's it? No, it meant the fact like, hey, what about us? Our lives matter, too. I said that four years ago, regardless what my political stand was or whatever. So fast forward to the other night. So so the deal of what? it is the, the, the three cops that got shot at. It's St. Louis. The cop that's in in Vegas, well, one uh, the, the, the one that died, got shot or whatever. Older, older black man but, died. Right. But the thing about that is, and again, like I said, you might be good in some things or you're doing whatever. But again, a cause and effect, because like I said, some Trump supporters might not want to hear it. But if you look at it, I mean, Pop's dead right about this one. Because at the end of the day, you have a situation to where you call for law and order. It's already under arrest. The city's already under distress. And you go and have a press conference to call for military backing, uh, you know, law and order. When they and then start all you're going to do. Shooting. So to me, in my personal opinion, he's got a little bit of blood on his hands from those cops and that just shot because you basically went ahead and threw a powder keg. And the one thing Pop said is true. Like you can talk about. And the one thing that's disappointing from a man speaking of Trump that I used to read books and grow up on is the fact that. 
He's got radicals that are so much into everything he says, whether it's fake news or whatever, that if this man would just step up and say, hey, you know what, man, we need to do this. Black lives doesn't matter. Half them people, he ain't going to lose no votes. He's sitting there in the mindset of election already in November. And my base, my base, when he's not even realizing or who's with them that, hey, you could say this, they still going to go out and vote for you. Because yeah, you got those extremists. He, but you can't. He, but Pop's right. You can't say those three words. It has nothing to do with what he does for the economy. It has nothing to do with what he's done for prison reform Teflon. or whatever. It's to this particular situation where he has stayed quiet for over a week now. He's he's Teflon. Tef, the, the new Teflon Don. It used to be John Gotti as Trump. Trump is the definitely Teflon Don. He can do no wrong in a millions Millions of people's eyes, man. Millions. 736-976. You listen to the sports crime. We'll be back. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those thugs. Thugs. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. I'll tell you one thing. Um, what up? Dabo Sweeney and his coordinator need to send Drew Brees some flowers. Because well, they well, tagged yeah, him well, and took his... Hey, why is everybody him, after Dabo? Because what, what's going on? It's, uh, he's got a long. He's got a coordinator that supposedly, I don't know, years ago... And and he and I guess the coordinator trying to make right with himself now what's going on, but I guess his coordinator Sam can help me a little bit on this story with the facts. But his coordinator was apologizing a few days ago for a practice a few years ago, using the N word repeatedly for a teaching moment. I guess right, Sam, because his 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 some of his players was using the word. And then, but what I want Sam to help me out on this is where does where is where is Dabo coming in on this in reference to his backlash? Because I know the coordinator is taking some because he did have one or two players speak out about it, and some people are like, "Hey, you didn't do anything about it at the time." But where is Dabo kind of playing in this? Because Dabo's kind of under fire a little bit as well, too. Yeah, it was uh, back in 2017. It was a dude named Danny Pierman. Apparently, yeah. he was he overheard the players. He tried to tell them to stop, and then he turned around and started using it right back at them to in his words, you know, try to prove his point. But it, the fact that it, it never got, like they never had any kind of team meeting about it. Dabo pretty much tried to sweep it under the rug, never went, uh, never told administration about it. You know, basically Dabo covered for the guy, never had any kind of team meeting to address it. And then uh, the most recently Dabo was ex- you know very silent in mm-hmm. in talking about anything for the past 10 days and, and mm-hmm. then finally came out uh, I think it was two maybe three days ago and, and kind of gave a tepid statement well yeah because you know because Dabo, Dabo is like a fen- he's a fence he's a fencer too you, you know be, uh, Bonnie Jones on four letter network uh, he said it best. He said, you know, kind of knowing about Dabo's career coming up, Dabo's the type that grew up poor. He grew up in the South, had to share a bed with his mom. 
he he was about to go do real estate. He was about to get in real estate, and he took a coaching job assistant. He played on a national championship team in Alabama back in the day, and he's had to work for everything he gets. And, you know, to be honest saying, like, Dabo's probably one of those guys that he don't want to hear about no struggle of the minorities because he looks at, well, look what I've had to go through. Yeah. That's, that's Dabo's thing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people feel that way. Go ahead. Dabo also told the players that same year not to participate in a local sit-in that was taking place on campus because he, he in an exact quote, he wanted the team to limit distractions. Hey, man. I ain't looking too right over here. There's a little dynasty brewing over here in Clemson. You know? But, yeah, he's a, that. that's – that's and also I think the reason why he's saying now – is because I think he's having to come out because you got guys. I know Lincoln Riley's been firing off some hot ones. I mean, Lincoln Riley, you know, just came out this morning and said, hey, no, you know, if, if everybody's lives can't matter, if black guys don't matter. He's Lincoln's been on this whole thing of late. Well, you know, uh, Dabba also said to, that my team would never kneel and we would also make – my team was also going to visit the president no matter what. And Dabo also said any players that kneel can get out – can just leave the country. I said, I didn't even know that part of it. Yep. Also, um, did you see, did, did did Tom Herman's comments come across? They did. What did you think? About the, the hypocrisy for the athlete? Yeah. You know, uh, considering where he coaches and considering the whole situation with Charlie, all that, I I, I don't know. I'd have What'd to look think? at it. To, there's truth to it, to what he's saying. But again, it's one of those situations where I think right now where we're in is that, you know, especially like I said, I can't, the white can speak. If you ain't black, I can't speak of reference and reference to white. But it's got to be an uncomfortable situation of what's going on for coaches of that age that basically is leading a group of guys of, I don't know how many ever college kids that are on scholarships that are on a team in regards to time that we're in. And if you don't, if this is something, I don't know if Tom has always felt this way. But to speak no, I mean, on that, he said, can an average fan relate? No, they can't. Double standard, maybe a little bit. We're going to pack 100,000 people in the Daryl K. Royal. Millions watch on TV that are predominantly white. Not all of them, certainly, but most of them. We're going to cheer when they score touchdowns. We're going to hug our buddy when they get sacks or an interception. He said, quote, but are we going to let them date our daughter? Hmm. Are we going to hire them in a position of power in our company? That's the question I have for America. You can't have it both ways. Well, I mean, well, Jim Brown said that the best. Like Jim Brown's like, yo, they love me. I was in the stadium, and then I get outside, and I was, you know, I just. No, back Jim to, was going through it definitely yeah. back in the time. I think it's one of those things. I don't know if Dabble. I mean, uh, Tom's always felt like this, but I think that is part of like what Chris Long and them trying to do. And you need that side of the race and whites to really sit there and help to understand. And on our part, we need to have the conversation because it's like I said, the race issue in and and this is the one that could change it, but it's on so many different levels. And basically where I've, like, Rudy has spoken out uh, loudly about the unjust, and the, and, the, and I've spoke out loudly right. on my part about the other part of the racism, which is the economic part and the business side of it where it goes on. That's the one that makes my butt itch through the whole that time. That was so, the worst. So the, that, so, I, mean, right. that, I mean, all of it's, it's bad, the, but that, that one's... You've got to have that if you're going to put people in positions, and that's the one that's pissed me off for years, personally gone through it, but it's one of those that you... That you got to have these conversations all together on the race side in both ways, and and right now things happen for a reason. I mean, there is nothing else going on right now. There's nothing else to focus on in regards to except for how the country's divided. 
you know, these issues we're having. There, there's no gains to break down. There's no things. And you have to wonder if things have kind of happened that way. You, again, I'll keep harping on you. got 40 million people unemployed. And you got people sitting around and you got things to change. Now, one of the things we didn't touch on, we, we touched on briefly, but we do get the other cops charged. And what I would say right. to that, though, you know, one of them got upgraded to the second degree. There, and I think that Minnesota, the, the one that came yeah. and taken, he's doing a hell of a job. I understand why they went second because it would be tougher to get he's a first a, degree a, conviction. Well, the one thing I give him credit for is he set the tone and let people know that this is still going to be hard work to get a conviction Absolutely. and to do that because it take you're talking of there is going to be a lawyer and this lawyer that's gotten out cops before when you get in that courtroom and the game light switch goes on and you're talking about 12 juries and you're talking oh, about in yeah. the uh, jurors excuse me you're talking about the laws that allowed three of these cops to be out at home for eight days there is a laws that these guys in blue well they're on duty protect and serve this is this no time to celebrate where it's a slam dunk and this is whatever. As much as we all seen what's on that video, and that's the thing that we've got to look at going and forward. And now they releasing that he had COVID. Did you see that? That's part of the old thing. That's part of I'm that's like, part well, of the trickery. Here we go. That's part of the evidence. You don't think the defense lawyer going to try to use that or do whatever? That's part of the what's whole up, the whole trickery. It wasn't just COVID. They also released that he had like fentanyl and, and uh, some kind of amphetamines or something. Right. And they're going to. I've read a little bit of the transcript of the nine one one call from the lady, the clerk. His there's criminal gonna be, background. There's going to be. It, it's lining up to where it's going to be fight, and it don't help that you got the head. Uh, Chief Union of Minnesota Police, which they've been trying to get him to resign forever, but he sent in a letter. He sent a handwritten letter talking about the job y'all are doing in the in the in the riots. A good job, and we know that this. And I'm working closely with the three uh, defense lawyers. We believe these cops were let go without due process in their job. So it's 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 far. I mean, it's good that they. I mean, it's changed the fastest that we've seen some cops charge. It's good, but it's. It's a ways. It's a ways to go, you know. And you gotta wonder if if these guys, if from the, if they, if it's even makes sense for them to go to trial, you know. If you want to plea, if you want to go, right. because there's there's not a person in Minnesota that you are gonna get on a fair jury <laughs> that ain't know. gonna have an opinion about this heading in. So that's another layer of the discussion that's gonna be in as well. When we get back, we'll get to Josh's phone call seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. Here on the sports grind, 736-9760. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Don't forget, if you're out there looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. They're a good company to work for. They do a lot of things for the community. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the sports grind. Real quick, before we get to Josh Phone, okay, on the Spurs making one of these teams coming in. So they, so you tell me that they're going to play eight regular season games. And then that's got to play eight regular season games just to get to the play-in game? Yes, just to get and, to the And play-in. is the play-in game single elimination? Is it one game and done? No? So it's it's kind of confusing. So if they if it's the ninth-place team is within four games of the eighth-seed team, then they're going to play a basically a best-of-three, where if the 
if the eight seed team wins the first game, they advance. They're the playoff team. If the ninth seed team wins the first game, they play a second. So, like, the higher-ranked team has to be beat twice. So it's more of like a tournament type exactly. of setup. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like a double elimination for the eighth seed, single elimination for the ninth. Nailed it. It's super confusing, but it is what it is. So did we get – is Zion in? Yes, is, he's in the tournament. The and Ja Morant? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. 13 from the West and nine from the East. 22 teams. Because of record, they went off a record instead of just going – Eleven and eleven. What kind of team are we gonna see for the lad these last eight games? For any? What do you mean? What do you mean for the Spurs? For for the entire NBA? True. I mean, you don't like I said. Everybody quarantined different. Some guys might have put on a few pounds. So you think no one has momentum coming into this? No, absolutely not. It's like starting over from yeah. So that's why some people like no. This ain't no asterisk. We all been off for three months. That coming out of Lakerland, or are they trying to put that out there? LeBron people <laughs> trying, LeBron so. trying to fight when the calls. Was the last game? March, April, May. Damn, it's been a long time. That wow. And then we start training camp. I want to. I had the. I'm gonna get, make sure I get it right. I and took this the is picture. gonna be a short turn. They're talking about if there's Game Seven of the Finals. You're talking about um, what they say September or October, somewhere around, or I think it was East September. And then you're looking at a turnaround to start the season probably yes. in December. Yes. December. This is going to be a short off season. December 1st would be the start of the season. New wow, season. Wow, man. Well, we'll see what happens. All right, well, let's go to Josh before we got here. Going to make it quick. What's up, Josh? You're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, guys? I appreciate all the stuff you are doing. No I doubt. On this, y'all never shied away from it. So I like that. And I wish more people would not be shy from talking about issues like this because they need to be talked about. So mm-hmm. I am – staunchly a supporter of Black Lives Matter. Um, But I also have two people that are extremely close to me that are SAPD cops. So I was watching the whole thing go, uh, believing that the protesters should be there, but also hoping that it didn't get too crazy that that my buddies would get in any kind of harm. So with that said, the premise of Dak's donation is a good one, but the reality is that there's a lot of cops and a a lot of cops in that in the union that absolutely do not believe they need any more training whatsoever. And when they do training, they do it with rolled eyes. They don't want to do that. The I think the better way to go about change is to actually attack the unions because you have very staunch right wing union leaders like Joe Gamaldi here in Houston, where I'm at, and even mm-hmm. Mike Hell in San Antonio that preach this division and preach this us versus them type mentality to their union. And the union has so much more power than people are giving them credit to. Mm-hmm. Those The cops and police fall in line with the union more times than not. They have circulation emails. They tell them who to vote for. And, and you check SAPD, you check HPD. They were both staunch Republican tickets. And that's that right there is from the top down. The union is where people need to make the change. Right. I, thanks for the phone, phone call, call, Josh. And I agree. That's why I say don't be slam dunk and, and running in the end zone on these. Yes, we've got the we've got Bro, the uh, well, you know things you've got. Now, that's what I'm off, saying. If that, they that, get that, off, we, yeah, we're hell. That, that's, we're gonna be in hell. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. But it, when you got a, a union, like you said, when you got a union chief that's I speaking like this in Minnesota. <laughs> It's it's one of those that man, and that's why those laws got to change. But we'll they get I mean, we'll off. Don't be surprised. You see me on KSAT. On KSAT twelve. Yeah, I might be on KSAT running through the city if they get off. Hmm. Black bandana. 
But to be honest with you, man, I be I, I think the guy, the main guy, I think he's going out. But I will tell you right now, it's I'm I'm already bracing for it. I have to see it to believe for all four of them Me too. to get to go down. I got to see it because there's so much politics and everything else is going to play in the factor to that. We didn't even get a chance. We had to talk about this with Drew, but we still didn't tomorrow. But this baseball thing. Baseball's still playing with this loaded gun, man. This count, this going back and forth on, uh, you know, the 110. What is it? How many games did the Players Union Players Union's at 114. And they're running out of time. Have you heard of when they're supposed to vote on it? No. Or, or accept it? Yeah, you know anything about it, Scott, before you take us out here? No, so they haven't uh, decided, like, a date. The MLB didn't put a oh. counter offer back to them yet. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we'll see if they can get it, uh, if they finally get it right. Um, Your guy no, Drew's think, taking a beating, man. It'll be tough for Drew. This is just one that's going to follow him to Canton, man. I, I really don't think it should. I, right now is bad timing, but I, I don't know. He, I mean, the, the locker room, I think he'll get that right. I mean, they'll figure that out. Thomas, that's all those guys, That's why we got to stop being so quick to invite everybody to the barbecue. Really? You gonna go that way? We we be quick to invite Drew. people to the cookout, man. Sometimes Drew's we, in the Nolia, you gotta, man. You gotta do your better vetting. You you wow. <laughs> I'm wow. I'm kidding. Drew's in the know you're doing it wow, man. Wow. Other than why Ben gets off, Scott Free, and he gotta like and he then gonna because get of off. his comments, Aaron Rodgers said, Oh, we gotta do better. Yeah, man. And Aaron looks Aaron look Aaron looks like a Aaron looked like Malcolm X. When I saw that, I'm like, Aaron, really? Like it, like really? Aaron looked like Malcolm X today. Like, hey, we got to do better. It's never been about the flag, and everybody's like, "Yeah." Aaron, Aaron fired that tweet off yesterday. As soon as it's like, man, it's time to get my ass some heat. Take off. Aaron's me like, man, like, get that boy some more potato salad. <laughs> so just, and he didn't even say anything. He just said, "We got to do better." Never been about the flag, and man, he went viral. His jersey sales gonna go up. Why they draft that boy for? They do it Aaron wrong. <laughs> wow. Oh, breeze. Aaron, the opportunist for sure. All right. Is that the music? We out of here? Almost. Almost Not there? quite. Okay. Um, so we're back yeah, I to saw that. I saw that. I saw Aaron. I was like, whatever, man, Aaron. <laughs> you hate whatever. Aaron. Dog, because he's pointing a $2 bill, and he's, all, he's, he's pompous ass. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. All right, man, so tomorrow's show, we'll get more into, I guess, the NBA, the outlook on the Spurs, on who's in shape of what they've been doing. Uh, we'll talk about that, get more into the uh, baseball doings on how they're yeah. going to do things. As well, we'll be too. back in sports. Probably when the action starts. So we got There's probably going to be a ways before that, yeah. that goes, the way we're going right now. All right, man, that's a wrap. Special thanks to the producers of the show, Sam, Rudy J, yes, Calvin, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, the snooze button, and for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all tomorrow. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 